Welcome to the Goalie Mindset Podcast. My name is Pete Fry, the Goalie Mindset Guy, and my purpose is to help goalies have a dominating goalie career. Welcome, everyone. This is Pete Fry, the Goalie Mindset Guy, and I'd like to uh, excited to welcome on today a guest uh, on one of my clients as well, too, Kyle McClellan. Kyle just got back from the Minnesota Wild Development Camp. Uh, played last year in Mercyhurst and now is going to play in Wisconsin NCAA Division One. We're going to talk about Kyle's journey to NCAA Division One, and maybe we'll talk about where he's going from here as well, too. So, Kyle, excited to have you on the podcast. Yeah, definitely happy to be here. Awesome. And as we're going through this podcast, there are other goalies that are actually on live that are part of the, the Goalie Mindset Academy. At the end, they will get a chance to ask Kyle some some questions as well, too. So, Kyle, let's start off with your journey in hockey. How, how old were you when you started playing hockey? Um, I think I was like three when I my dad started putting skates on my feet and I was skating in the driveway. And then um, probably three and a half, four, and when I uh, started skating on the ice with like a coach or whatever, skills coach, and switched to goalie when I was – 10 maybe really okay so you were a player from three yeah. or four all the way till you were 10 years old yeah i was a player for a few years and what was it that got you excited about being a goalie uh 100 the gear so i'm always the gear i think yeah and was it the pads the glove the blocker was it all of it i think it was just the pads i don't know something about it just kind of stuck out to me and gave me that motivation i guess yeah. Okay. And now was this in, I know you're from the St. Louis area. Was this in St. Louis? Uh, yeah. But every time I'd go to Michigan to see my grandma, uh, we would go to like the Great Lakes Invitational and I'd always watch the goalies there and kind of just continue to like fall in love with it. Got it. Okay. So even when you were a player, you liked watching the goaltenders. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. And so, so you became, you became a goalie at 10 years old and when you started playing goal, did you play uh, house hockey initially? Did you play travel hockey? How, how did that work the first couple of years that you played? Um, I think it was like de- just like development level for a bit. And then like I'd play goalie for a game and someone else would. And then like eventually I kind of just continued to play. And then I got like my own gear and then started to like climb the chain, I guess. And who... Who was who was your favorite goalie? Who was your favorite goalie? Um, for like a long time, it was John Sebastian Chaguer because my aunt's from California, so I grew up watching him. And then Manny Legacy for a while when he was with St. Louis. And now it's probably Vasilevsky or Bennington. Okay, fantastic. J.S. Chaguer, I remember he led uh, – Anaheim all the way to that. I don't know if they won the Stanley Cup, but I think it led them all the way to the finals that one year. I think there was one year they won. And like I watched that movie nonstop when I was growing up. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. What did you have any adversity, let's say from the time you were 10 to say 14 years old, right up until the end of say Bantam? Bantam's 13 and 14. Any any adversity at all? That's before midget, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I played, uh, I kind of like grew 
the chain, like double A central states. And then I played triple A junior blues, uh, played there for two years, got cut, went back to central states and tried out there, got cut again. And was about to quit hockey and some coaches called me and were like, keep going. So I played double A for a year, had a really good year. And then went to a new triple A team at the time and played all four years there for midget. Got it. Okay. So, so you got cut a couple times back then and you're, you're considering, you're considering giving up the game. Yeah. 100%. Okay. And then what was it that one of the coaches said to you that inspired you to keep playing? Uh, I guess like saw like the potential, like they like saw it in me. It just, I don't know, obviously being young and just getting caught obviously sucks, but I mean, at the end it can work out. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I had lunch with a client of mine that's off to the KHL today and he was talk. we were talking about the adversity that he's gone through and how it actually helps him now as a pro. Yeah. Right. There's some guys that face no adversity. They don't get cut at all during all through minor hockey or youth hockey. Then the first time it happens, they're like devastated, so to speak. But it's it's part of being a pro. Yeah. Part of being a pro. What what would you say? What was your so now at 15, now you're playing midget at 15. At what point did you have aspirations that you wanted to play college and get a college scholarship? Um, I feel like that's like, even before like 15, like my dream was like, I don't know. I was always like, I'm going to play college hockey growing up, watching it. Like that was just like one of my number one goals and like giving back to my family, like has always been like one of my mindsets and goals. So glad I am where I am now. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so, so even like when you were maybe what, 12 or 13 or even younger than that. Yeah. I had always wanted to play college hockey. Okay. And who was your team growing up? Uh, either. Well, my dad's from Michigan, so he's a big Michigan fan. And then uh, my grandma's a big Michigan, Michigan State fan. or University of Michigan. Big my difference. My dad's University of Michigan and my uh, grandma's okay. Michigan State. So, okay. A little rivalry in the family. Yeah. And then shockingly, now I'm at Wisconsin playing against them this year. So, yeah. It'll be cool. I think that 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 sounds that's that that is cool. Wisconsin's a great school. That's where a lot of great goalies. Who are some of the great goalies that come to mind that have gone to Wisconsin? Uh, Brian Elliott, and um, I usually know this. I can't think of it right now, but I think I Curtis Joseph didn't didn't he? I know a lot of guys here Curtis, haven't heard of Curtis, yeah, Curtis Joseph. Joseph that I'm pretty sure. And then uh, I just know Brian Elliott for sure because. Uh, he was on the blues for a while and I grew up watching him too. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Valley, who was a uh, big with the Dallas stars organization as their director of goaltending. He, uh, he's a Wisconsin goal, went to Wisconsin as well too. So lots of, lots of good goaltenders have, uh, have, have gone there. So when you were 15, where did you play as a 15 year old? Uh, I played it. It used to be called car shield or uh, St. Louis selects. And then they got bought up by Car Shield, so now it's known as like Car Shield AAA. Okay, I played there for all of midgets, sixteen and eighteens. And what was your? Oh, so you played there fifteen, sixteen, all the way. Okay, yeah. And what would you say? What What were your biggest successes during those years? 
uh just like confidence like getting into like a group of guys that would consistently come back and play for that team um wanting to like prove everyone else in st louis that like i'm still good like even though i got cut like use that to like as like motivation to keep pushing through love it love it okay fantastic and here's a question. Maybe it's going back even earlier in, in minor hockey or in youth hockey. You see this all the time. Were there Was there one or two guys that you played with? And it might have been in Pee Wee. It could have been in Bantam that they were just phenomenal, phenomenal players. Yet, because of maybe some of the decisions that they made, they really didn't move on to where you are now. Can you recall one or two guys? You don't have to say any names. Can you recall one or two players like that? Yeah. Yeah. There's quite a few. that's pretty that's pretty common, isn't it? Yeah, usually I don't know. I feel like adversity helps quite a bit, and not having the golden path definitely contributes to it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, what was the next step for you after minor hockey, after youth hockey? What was the next step? Um, so after I finished uh, my last year of AAA, uh. I attended with Austin in the North American Hockey League and then was drafted by Sioux Falls Stampede in the USHL after traded to Omaha and finished my juniors out in Omaha. Okay, so so you played in the North American Hockey League and then the USHL? Yeah. Okay, and what years were you in the North American Hockey League? Like, like how old were you in the North American Hockey League? I was 19 and turned 20. Okay. And then you were, were you 20 when you were in the USHL? Yeah. 20 and then turned 21 right after COVID kind of ended our season. So where, where did you play when you were 18? Uh, I played my last, I had like an extra year of eligibility after I graduated high school. So I had to stay back and, or I decided to stay back. Um, Cause I was cut for juniors and just play another year of AAA after high school. So you played AAA as an 18-year-old? Yeah. Okay. That You know what? That's similar to, I think, Ethan Roberts as well, too. I'm pretty sure that's similar to Ethan uh, as well. Played, and then he played in the North American Hockey League. He didn't play in the USHL, but North American Hockey League. Now he's got a scholarship there. So that is that is interesting because, you know, some people may say, oh, well, that, you know, that's kind of late or whatever for players and stuff like that. But I think that's a phenomenal path, right? Because you get to develop. Yeah, it's not. Get to work. It's not ideal. I like wouldn't say it was the most ideal or enjoyable like being later but i mean at the end of the day it kind of worked out yeah yeah for sure for sure and what what would you say was the biggest transition from minor hockey from youth hockey to the north american hockey league uh the pace i would say like just the iq of the guys everyone's bigger faster stronger i don't know i think it all kind of goes into it and it's an adjustment as a whole but kind of figure it out and did you find it an adjustment from the north american hockey league to the ushl yeah same kind of thing as guys seem to be a little bit more skilled higher iq faster the pace is faster got it got it okay so so really so north american hockey league in the u.s would that maybe compare to junior a in canada uh i don't know much about canada okay so, okay 
Yes, yes, yes. Okay, well, I, I think it would, and we're in the in the USHL would probably compare to major junior in Canada, like yeah. say Western yeah. Hockey League or OHL, and yeah, I'm and pretty sure that, that will line up well with that. Too. So for people that are on here from Ontario, the the North American Hockey League would be like Junior A, like say the Cornwall Royals uh, uh, or Cornwall Colts, I think teams like that, and then the USHL would be like say the Oshawa Generals or the you know Ottawa 67s so to speak uh, as far as that goes there okay and then tell us about the recruitment process for you going from playing junior to getting a scholarship how did that happen was it quick was it slow did you have any doubts tell us about that um yeah, so I started off kind of slow in Austin and didn't really like hearing and like all my friends were talking to teams and stuff. Um, and then I started to go like on a bit of like a run and started playing well. And I talked to a few teams here and there, like no offers. And then I guess it was around February when uh, I got my first offer and things just kind of fell into place there. Okay. Fantastic. And was, was Mercyhurst your first offer or did you get offers from anyone else? Uh, I was talking to a few other teams, but no one had like officially offered me. And then Mercyhurst offered me and got it worked out there. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. And what was the biggest transition from, from the USHL from juniors to college hockey? I think it's kind of like all the same again. It's just, the pace is a bit different. The guys are bigger, more IQ. Like screens are definitely one of the things I had to work on right when I got to college. And but I mean, it's the same. You just kind of adapt to it and you learn. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly, exactly. What would you say in college hockey? What's been your biggest success in college hockey? What would you say so far? Um, I don't know. I think just like dealing with adversity, like there were times like where the, like the team and I would be struggling and like you kind of bounce back and, and give like your team confidence. And like, we start to like go on a run. Got it. And biggest, biggest challenge in college hockey so far. Uh, I think it's just battling. Like you have two other goalies on your team. Like it's not like you're the guy every night. Like you could put any goalie in and like, they're going to perform well. So it's just, staying on top of it, having that confidence. And when you get your shot, you gotta, you just gotta take advantage of it and run with it. So you're, you're learning to compete, learning to basically yeah. become a pro, so to speak, right? Cause yeah. it's a similar in pro as well. Yeah. Kind of turns into like your job. Like you can't slack off or you won't have it anymore. Yeah. What's the biggest thing that you've learned in college hockey so far? Uh, one thing is definitely time management, like with school and, practice and games and then the other would just be like what it takes to like succeed at the next level got it and what is it that you're taking in college uh like class-wise or major yeah yeah major uh, i was doing marketing at mercyhurst and i'm switching to personal finance at wisconsin okay sorry what did you say you were doing at mercyhurst uh marketing marketing okay those are both good uh good majors marketing and personal finance yeah it's the business school at Wisconsin is a bit bigger, so time management, I'm not sure. Uh, I want to focus on hockey, at least for the first year, and then 
we'll see where yeah. it goes. Yes. Well, yeah. Pros after this, the National Hockey League. Okay. No doubt. No doubt. What is the biggest thing you've learned in college hockey? Uh, I guess like the same thing is just to compete, like learning how to adapt to certain situations and, and like learning from them. And how come you're now a better goalie compared to when you first entered college? I just, I think I just know how to deal with things and, and like I said, compete, continue like that motivation, doing like the actual little things on and off the ice, just to, I mean, every goal, every other goal is doing the same thing you are. Like you have to put in that extra little bit of work to make yourself that much better. Yes. And you just got back from Minnesota wild development camp. What's the biggest thing you learned there? I think just, again, what it takes. I mean, you see some of those NHL guys coming in in the summer and their workouts, like the recovery after, I guess, how they eat. It's just like all the little things that you don't think matter and you see them doing it and realize that it really does. Yeah. Makes a difference. Makes a difference. And then I know that we work together now. You reached out to, to start to work with me. What was the reason? What was the main reason you reached out to to work with me? Um, I don't know. I feel like I've always kind of been told that like my physical game is there. Sometimes I just lack the mental side of it. And it's something I never really thought of working on, but I think it's a good thing that I am now. Oh yeah. That's going to be the strongest part of your game, right? Yes. Okay. Fantastic. And question, where do you see yourself three years from now? Uh, you might get mad at me about the wording, but hopefully uh professional. Uh, my goal is obviously hopefully. Yeah, my, goal is, my goal is the NHL. There you go. Perfect. Okay. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. National Hockey League. Love it. Love it. Okay. Everyone here, you guys got to keep an eye out for Kyle McClellan. Follow his success. What's your, what's your Instagram? What's your Instagram in case they want to follow you? I believe it's Kyle McClellan 41. Okay. Kyle McClellan. There you go. So you can file, follow Kyle on Instagram. Anything else, anything else that you want to let the, the, the goaltenders know, or people know that are on here or the audience know? Anything else you want to cover or you want to talk about? I don't know. I guess just don't give up. Like at the end of the day, it'll all work out. Yeah. Keep going, right? Keep going no matter what, right? I think lots of people on here have had some adversity. I know Zachary's on here. He's had some adversity. And uh, yeah, no, for sure. And you know, it's just part of part of a uh, hockey career. Ryan's had some adversity, I'm sure. And uh, you younger guys that are on here, you may not have had adversity, but if you haven't, you will at some point. It's just all all part of it. I'm going to open it up now. I'm going to open it up and we're going to, we got about uh, maybe five more minutes. So I'm just going to open it up to some questions. If anyone has any questions, Ryan, I'll ask you first, what's a question you'd you'd like to ask Kyle? Um, I kind of got a question just about like, uh, adversity but like more specifically like injuries and setbacks similar to injuries like what did you do to kind of overcome that and uh like when when you're off the ice and everybody's kind of moving uh in the right direction you're kind of at a standstill like what do you do to overcome that so i had uh scaphoid surgery and meniscus surgery uh 15 i was 15 with my scaphoid I was out for close to six months. 
And then meniscus was five months, maybe when I was 17. Um, but I don't know, just take the time off. Don't rush it. Cause like you see like some guys, they go through the surgery and then rush back into it. And next thing you know, like you're going through it again. So I'd say, don't rush it. Um, you're going to catch back up, but you also have to realize like that's a setback. Like you're going to have to do that much more to kind of get back to where everyone is. And then that much more to even be better than that, better than they are at the time. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Love it. Love it. Z- Zachary, do you have a question for Kyle? Um, I kind of really trying to think of one. I came on kind of late, so I don't know the full story, but, um, just, I guess, uh, do you know how many guys on your team that like I'm also a player that kind of went from like uh, I guess D three to D one uh, if there is any or um not that I know of I've definitely heard of D three to D one and there was a guy in a camp uh, I don't know what NHL camp it was but D three guy went to Dev camp and ended up signing after it okay. there you go yeah. For sure. And I always say, guys, if guys start off going D3, there's no reason why they can't shoot for shoot for D1, right? Shoot to get moved up for sure. Anyone else have any questions for Kyle? I'm going to give it kind of last chance. There's Saran. We got Saran with a question here, Kyle. Go ahead, Saran. Just now and before when you were younger, when you played hockey, would you have any daily routine? Oh, there you go. Uh no, that's one thing that I kind of like learned. Like when I said, like all the extra little things, uh, that's definitely one. It's just kind of like when you get to the rink, like make sure you're rolling out. Do like the little things that you don't think matter because they eventually will. Like you see all the pros doing all the little extra things and you're going to eventually have to do it or you're going to fall behind. Okay, fantastic. And then Jake, looks like Jake has a question. Go ahead, Jake. How do you uh, like blank out your mind and concentrate only on the game during your when you play? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, you can't do anything about like what's in the past is in the past. Like if you let in a goal, if you don't save one or I don't know, something bad happens, you have a bad rebound or whatever it may be. Like there's nothing you can do about it anymore. So you kind of just got to like learn and live and learn from it and, and kind of focus on that next thing or, just fight it off and know that the next time it happens, you're going to be better. Thank you. Awesome. I like how you corrected your language too, Kyle. I am impressed. I'm impressed. There we go. The goalie language. Yeah. Instead of saying got scored on to say, didn't come up with a save. That was perfect. Beckett. You have a question. Go ahead, Beckett. Uh, my question is what do you normally do before games to like prepare for the game? Um, so I'm not like super, I'm kind of more laid back. Uh, I'll kind of get to the rink, change um, out of my suit, tape my stick. I'll roll out, do a few extra stretches, and then I mess around with a little racquetball, I think is what it's called. I just throw that against the wall for a little bit and then do like the dynamic with the team and do some eye warm-ups, I guess. And that's about it. Fantastic. Amelie has a question. Go ahead, Amelie. Um, my question is, um, do you have um, like a special eating habit you would do? Uh, so I didn't until 
probably last year. I kind of just would eat whatever, but I don't know. I mean, you have to be realistic about it. I don't think it matters as much as it does now for me, like for you guys when you guys are younger. Um, but I would just, I, I don't know. It's a tough question, but I would just say stay away from fast food all the time and just make sure you're kind of keeping track of it and, and not letting it get too much and like the bad eating, I guess. Okay. Thank you. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Awesome. Okay. You know what we're going to do? We're, we're going to wrap her up, but we're going to finish it off with, what do you think, Kyle? A little, just a one seven by seven concentration grid. Have the goalies compete against you. What do you think? Are you up to it? What is this? Con- I've never done this. So, Oh, the concert, you've done concentration gym.com. Uh, I'll do it. Right? I don't know what it is, but. Oh, haven't you done it before? I thought you have. Maybe you haven't. Uh-uh. Okay. Oh, never mind. No, I'll introduce you when we're on our, our uh, session with the boys next, with the with the goaltenders. I'll introduce you to that. And then uh, for sure, I thought you had before. I thought that I got you started with that, but I haven't. But yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Okay. I'm going to, oh, Isaac, looks like Isaac has a question. Isaac, did you, or did I already, did you already ask your question? My question is, how did you cut yourself? How did I cut myself? Uh, as in like cutting as in like, I didn't make the team. Mm. Yeah. I mean, see, he, he got cut, like got cut, like didn't make the team. There you go. Good clarification. Good clarification. Okay. We got to wrap her up for today. Great job guys. Signing off. Uh, Pete Fry, the goalie mindset guy, Kyle McClellan here, the great Kyle McClellan. Look for him. Watch his advances from university of Wisconsin to pro to the national hockey league. Follow him. Make sure you follow him. Great things coming from Kyle here. Kyle, great to have you on, my friend. Thanks for taking the time. Powerful.